Welcome to this edition of Coffee House Theology, where we discuss God, theology, and all things pertaining to life over cups of coffee. I am your host, Jose Ruiz. I'm joined by Josiah Ruiz. Hello. I'm joined by Alex Ford from Idaho. How's it going, guys? And I'm joined by my oldest son, Israel Ruiz from Virginia. How's it going, guys? And uh, we have a special episode today. Uh, this is the last one of the year, I believe, and uh, before 2022. So mm-hmm. this will be the last one for 2021. Grab a cup of your favorite brew or beverage. Uh, enjoy the episode. Um, and uh, do us a favor. Hit like, subscribe, share, uh, give us a rumble. Uh, wherever you uh, watch or listen to this uh, podcast, uh, what's cool is that you can actually see the podcast on Spotify. Um, oh, if nice. you have Spotify, uh, mm. it shows a video. So, oh, cool. um, yeah, uh, how's everyone doing? I'm doing really good. Um, I'm ready to get started in 2022, you know, uh, making new year's resolutions like reading the bible more Mm -hmm. that's always a a resolution that everybody has i believe um and uh we we end up failing sometimes miserably all the time time. 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 so uh, i have uh three books i think uh my target was to read 20 books Mm -hmm. and uh I, I, I either failed miserably or didn't record them on uh, Goodreads. Um, hmm. So Goodreads says, which is connected to my Kindle, uh, it says that uh, I'm I'm at 16. But I thought it said 17 the other day. I must have taken one. You know, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg must have been uh, suppressing. Oh, guys. Must have been. Jeez, Louise. All right. Uh, so uh, Israel... Uh, want to tell us about Virginia so uh, it is a completely different animal being there um, there was a huge learning curve when I was there in order to understand the traffic how to get around uh, the funniest story was when I got lost in DC trying to pick you up <laughs> that was funny <laughs> um, not for me that was hilarious <laughs> afterwards <laughs> And I got lost in D.C. for three hours. That was the most Jeez. embarrassing moment of my life. Anyway, so uh, it it has been a challenge, but it has also been a blessing. It allows me to grow and mature into adulthood and manhood. Um, it allows me to stretch my wings, fly, pelican fly, and uh, actually do what I need to do. I have my own apartment now uh, because of Clint. Um, I'm helping the church at Pillar Stafford. Pillar Stafford started... August 1st and I showed up September 4th to help they still needed help building the entryway so that's what I helped do is uh hang up drywall fix studs put in whatever they needed me to do put in lighting put in ceiling tiles I learned how to do all of that hang the metal wires I learned how to do all that stuff now uh what did you go out there to do in the first place or why did you how did you end up in Virginia so how I ended up in Virginia was basically because of your prompting and you're saying um, that I was stagnant here, I was depressed here, and it just wasn't good for me to just keep going to the 9 to 5 and not doing anything for the kingdom of God. And so you said, Israel, why don't you go call up Clint and see what he can do? And so for those of you that do not know, Clint Clifton is the founder of the Praetorian Project, which is the basically the parent idea for pillar churches so our pillar 29 church is a pillar plant of the praetorian project pillar stafford is obviously in stafford virginia and the first one of the pillar project was pillar of dumfries which is still going on today was founded in 2005 um so he i got in contact with clint and he said, okay, uh, let me go ahead and send an email to any one of the churches and and see who bites. And he says, most likely someone will. And so someone did at Pillar Stafford. And uh, just so uh, people that don't know, uh, Clint 
is he planted uh pillar of dumfries mm -hmm. yeah and now there's 10 pillars i believe mm -hmm. um and pillar dumfries sent out uh pillar 29 palms mm -hmm. uh so eventually they came up with the praetorium project yeah that is basically it's churches strategically placed uh in near or around military installations uh to reach uh marine sailors uh air force army every branch of the government of of the armed forces so that uh you can reach them with the gospel mm -hmm. and they have continuity of discipleship mm -hmm. wherever they get uh pcs, PCS to um clint also uh has a podcast called the church planting podcast him and uh colby uh from the other pastor from uh pillar dumfries mm -hmm. uh they they host that together uh it's a very popular podcast amongst the church planting world um so yeah that's who clint is and uh we uh our, our church needed uh to be rescued and uh all the elders of pillar dumfries said we're gonna rescue uh p29 uh as we affectionately call pillar 29 palms uh and they supported us they gave us financial resources they sent out mm -hmm. uh mobilized men and they came and clint was uh over here for a few weeks and uh then his son noah stayed for a couple of months and so uh now uh last sunday uh Myself and uh, Luke Atkins and Nate Young mm -hmm. uh, got voted unanimous, unanimously into eldership. And so uh, we were basically uh, since uh, shortly after Noah and Clint left. And then uh, uh, we've been helped by uh, Pillar San Diego and Pillar Oceanside, mm -hmm. which are we're the three churches in southern california and so god willing uh we'll raise up more uh pastors and church planters that will go all over the world mm -hmm. and so uh that's who clint clifton is and we uh uh i told israel to talk to clint and he has connections and he put out uh email to all the pillar church pastors and they um graciously dumfries uh stafford actually mm -hmm. said send them over and ted uh what's his last name vinatieri yes exactly <laughs> checking him to see if he knew uh he's been gracious and uh disciple he's discipling mm -hmm. you right yeah he's a wonderful guy wonderful man of god loves jesus you can tell this man loves jesus like and that love is infectious and it makes me need jesus more the way he pours into me now uh it's funny because um ted uh we have a lot in common mm -hmm. uh he actually um my castle i used to work at a christian bookstore it was called christian discount book center in whittier and uh ted is from whittier and uh he knew the owner mike castle and there was like five uh christian discount book centers uh not to be confused with christianbook.com yeah it was christian discount book center in whittier and we uh i worked there and that's where i came into reform theology i started uh learning about calvinism while mike castle the owner he is the one that introduced ted to his wife mm. so um and then ted knows uh the guy who i used to be in the used book section i used to get there and make coffee grind coffee beans and brew coffee and it was great and mm. i used 
to work in the used book section and he knows eddie who was kind of like my supervisor there um so uh it's fascinating how god and his providence and it really is a small world mm -hmm. really is a small world um so uh yeah that's who ted is uh, i didn't know him but uh we have a lot of connections he actually uh my best friend shane uh if you're watching this bro uh he goes to a church in la mirada and ted was the one who started that church in his house mm. so really yes so there's know a lot of a lot uh, of connections wow connections what a and small now, world and now uh shane is uh it, it goes to that church started by ted mm -hmm. so wow. um put the mic closer to you oh no you can hear me from right here but i can get up closer it'll, like this yeah it'll get feedback oh okay, okay. cool 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 so <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like i'm just gonna push it farther away i didn't because i i thought i thought you guys could hear my breathing so i was like all right i'm gonna push oh. it back a little bit i didn't want yeah. you guys hearing you know so anyway so long <laughs> yeah. story short I, I don't i don't want to be too loud during you know you talk about ted which is super crazy again god's providence through all this is awesome yeah, it's pretty cool it's, it's so cool so cool it's amazing so uh so you are here on mm -hmm. Uh, vacation <laughs> all right and uh you're here on break too alex yep from work most mostly and i guess church stuff too you still so, at walmart or? no no i'm at i'm at a company called fred meyer which is the same company that is under kroger so food for less stuff like that so oh okay yeah cool. so it's a it's, it's a pretty nice really um I would say it's Fred Meyer's like Stater Brothers and Costco had a kid. So it's kind of like that type of, but they're really wonderful to their employees. Like the managers walk around and ask you how you're doing throughout the day. It's, it's really awesome. Like really, really, really nice company. So cool. Um, so you spoke of resolutions. Uh, what's your New Year's resolution or what are you looking forward to? Well, a couple of things. Um, like I mentioned, um, reading the Bible more, definitely something I want to do. And another thing I want to do is be able to witness to other people mm. about the gospel. I'll never forget, um, we went to church one day at Pillar. Obviously, we go to church at Pillar. Um, and uh, this guy, his name is Jason what's his last name jason jason roberts jason roberts yeah if you're watching this hi uh, how you doing um he showed me a video clip and it was amazing it was an atheist who seemed to have a better understanding of evangelizing to people than most christians like he not necessarily that he knew the gospel better than christians but he said if you really believe people are going to head to hell and spend eternity in flames of fire if you love them you're going to go out and talk to them and tell them the truth mm -hmm. and that really inspired me and in the end of course he said he was an atheist so he didn't believe that but if he did he would go out and share that message with other people right right uh actually uh Pendulette, um after one of his shows he's an atheist and mm -hmm. somebody gave him a a bible and he said this guy was so sincere um and he's like the most evil thing you could do is say you believe i'm gonna go to hell and not tell me yeah mm -hmm. you have to have like contempt yeah. hate for people so i mean that's it's pretty uh impactful you know it's mm -hmm. it's true yeah. um what what's your resolution israel for 2022 um well so you remember the dr michael horton uh five little bookmark bible study that we had that we would always do as family worship if you remember that uh well i want to restart doing that for me for myself oh grant horner yes <laughs> grant horner that one 
that thing. Michael Horton? Yes, Michael yeah, Horton. The same, yeah. the same guy. <laughs> exactly, yeah, same, same guy. guy. So it's a um, pseudonym. <laughs> so I want to I want to start doing that one again um, for the New Year's. I want to start on New Year's Day. I want to read the five chapters every day so I can finish the Bible in a year. I want to read the Bible more, and I know that I need to be in the Word more. And so that's one of my New Year's resolutions is to do that. Mm. Um, I guess another one is to uh, be more gentle and kinder to people because I know that I have a lot of anger issues, but I know that I want to do that. And um, and I know that I want to fall in love more with my Savior because mm. sometimes it's super hard. What's super hard? Sometimes when life hits you, when the real when the realism of life hits you, you uh, tragedy, uh, sadness, sickness, death, all these different things that you see, natural disasters, when all these things hit you, sometimes it's just so hard to hold on to it. But you know you have to because you got nothing else. Right. Right. Well, you know, uh, the apostles told Jesus, where, where shall we go? Uh, you have the words of eternal life. So that's, that's what, you know, uh, that's why over and over scripture tells us and exhorts us to fix your eyes on Jesus. You know, Peter started thinking after he tells the Lord, you know, call me to walk on the water, but the winds and the waves, uh, you know, he, he, he lost sight of Jesus. Yeah. And he started sinking. So we want to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. So, exactly. yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. Alex, any resolutions? Yeah, so I'm kind of early bird on this game, but these past couple of months I've really been digging into the Old Testament and I finally, I think it was um, three, no, I, I, I would say about a month and a half now, um, I've been reading. So I just got done with Genesis like a week ago, and now I'm starting in Exodus, and I, you know, I just got through the Ten Commandments, and, you know, just being like, Lord, use me to understand your word, you know, and, um, you know, to, get, to, to kind of go off what Israel's saying with... Um, you know, wanting to fall fall more in love with Jesus and understand his gospel better. Um, I think I think my New Year's resolution, you know, I mean, starts today, right? Like it starts every day, um, but is to pray better and to be closer with God through prayer and studying his scriptures. Um, you know, that could be encouragement for you too, Israel. Um, just prayer and understanding god's holiness so another goal that i have so i kind of have a couple but prayer is a big one like growing more in prayer um being more involved in my church um i don't struggle i i finally by the grace of god got a car so i'm more at my church now to where i'm like wanting to get there earlier and help serve and pass out bulletins and stuff like that but uh prayer is really big one and um, just reading more books, reading more theology books. Um, I've never been much of a reader until I really started following, falling in love with scripture through reading books and reading old guys, you know, um, totally just, I forget what that, I, I forget what that shirt says, but that, you know, like reading old guys read, is read old dead guys. Yeah. Yeah. Re, I have this. Yeah. Yeah. Read old dead guys. And, um, you know, I never really understood that until I went to G3 uh, these um, back in October 1st. That's right. You went there. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to G3 and I, uh, it was so awful, not awful, but awful um, to see how God works through people through books and not only through scripture, but through books and through theology. Like I... I you know, we can sit here and talk about theology all day and pick up things and, you know, grow in that way. But when you go to a conference where there's just books and everyone wants to read books, it's like we don't see that in society today. We don't see people reading books. It's more of just like, oh, here, here to say type of stuff. And it was it was really impactful for me because I was in a rough spot, you know, for the, the couple of months before I went to G3 and Man, it was it was a huge conviction on my heart to be like, I want to grow 
not only in prayer, not only in my church, not only in my reading, but also reading books from giants and standing and standing on their shoulders. Right. So, right. Yeah. I, I, you know, the living, the living authors, uh, they, they let me down. Uh, they change, they, they get, uh, they go whack. Um, <laughs> so yeah. I, 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 I try to stay away from, from living guys. I, I like to, uh, you know, read those that finished well. Yeah. Um, it's very important that, uh, you know, we read, uh, and, and it, it, there is something to that, uh, you know, when, when people read, uh, we live in a society that just has, you know, I think Twitter's like 140 characters and, you know, that's all people read is tweets or they read these bogus articles, fake news, you know, um, but they don't read like history. They don't read uh something that that is you know of impact yeah um i just uh read uh, that book that i recommended to you slaying leviathan yeah and it's so good i mean it, it's just to to hear what these men of old how they saw the constitution how where they their political thought come from it's so different from our culture today where basically i think a lot of uh christians operate out of this void this vacuum ignorance basically because they don't you know they just read a a passage like romans 13 and they don't really think about deeply how other people thought about those things yeah um that's why like i really like there's this spurgeon quote that says um something to the effect like if you don't read other people what what the holy spirit was doing in other generations you're like despising what the work that god was doing yeah in them and and i think uh we we've done that to our detriment yeah i mean today you I mean, not to totally, not to totally take this off rail, but like, e even today we have people who are tearing down statues of men and women of who left a mark on history, and in people aren't again like I like I said before with my resolution for this next upcoming year, people don't read books, and when you see that books are powerful in a way because. You're seeing what God used through that. I think it was Paul Washer. It's, it's so funny because yeah, I, you know, I watch Paul Washer here and there, but he gives a tour of his library, and the way he describes, you know, each man in his section uh, of you know his library and stuff. He's just like this guy. You know, the reason why I read these books is because because I want to not only th see what I'm thinking, but see what others were thinking right. in, in, on the same passages. You know, that's why. Most people will say commentaries are good, not just for you to think your own things and read that too. So, right. Well, we all stand on shoulders of men, and we all, like somebody said, uh, you know, a, a pastor when he's preaching, he's really not preaching an original thought. I mean, we're we're all borrowing from scripture, mm -hmm. and we're trying to expound what that verse says. We're trying to explain it in a simple way or in a way that, you know, the people can can understand it, contextualize it, you know, uh, you know, how, how can they apply it? What did it mean? You know, uh, try to exegete the passage. Yeah. But, um, you know, we we do stand on the shoulders of men and we need to do that. Um and we need to be aware of what other people thought about, you know, these verses. Yeah. Or, you know. Because sometimes you do have people who, those giants, you know, in other areas of theology where they're in other areas. Well, in some areas, they're really good. In some other areas, they're horrible, you know. Yeah. Um, so mm -hmm. it's just. Or blind spots. Yeah, exactly. Know? We yeah. all have them. For sure. That's 
because we're fallen men. Yes, so. yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes, the best of men are men at best. Yep, exactly. So, um, so Josiah, uh, what do you, what did you see God do, or what did you learn? What did God teach you in twenty twenty one? Well, like um. Like what, what we talked about in my my interview, um, where I actually attempted suicide December thirty first, twenty twenty, and I celebrated New Year's in the hospital, twenty twenty one. So I, I would go back to that and saying, God has brought me a long way from feeling the depression and the intrusive thoughts and the um, feelings of just hopelessness and finding no joy in anything. God has really brought me a long ways from being that person. Mm. Amen. Amen. Uh, Israel, what has uh, God taught you in 2021? Um, well, to learn how to stand on my own two feet. To learn how to, to serve and not to be served. To grow and to fall more in love with him because that's what I need to do okay anything else mm. how is it living by yourself it can get lonely um but any I'm, girls out there he's single I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh ready to mingle <laughs> um Alex, same question about the women or the. No, no. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. I'm not single, ladies. Sorry. Um, uh, so, <laughs> um, what God has done? What is God? What did God? What did you see? How did you see God do or teach you in 2021? Oh man, I mean, the beginning of this year, I will definitely say was rough. Um, I kind of came on, came into this year, um, I'd say unexpected, you know, what, what life was going to hit me with, you know, I live up not by myself, but I live with two of my roommates who go who I go to church with. Um, I will say the beginning of this year was rough. Um, it was, you know, I jumped from jobs. So I was at Walmart, went to painting. I painted for three months. My car broke down was without a car for five months. Um, stopped talking to my dad. I mean, things were like downhill pretty quick by June, June, July. Uh, it was, it was about July. So I really took the kind of the turn for the worst. Um, I think it's in the Westminster confession of faith, um, chapter five, um, of, of God's providence. And I think it's in section four or five, um, the Westminster talks about how God in times of making us realize that, you know, we, we need to see his grace and when you see his repent, he, he removes his hand from us for a time. I really think that's what God was doing because I was like utterly living in sin. I mean, the, the pornography, the, the, the deep down, just, I, I was in hate. I mean, like I resented my roommates. I mean, I had no grace with them whatsoever. Um, again, I mean, if, if, if me and you do a podcast later on, you know, I'll definitely talk to you about that more. But yeah, so I just was in this really, really rough spot. I was trying to go into the military, which I, I didn't discuss that with you guys yet. Um, but uh, yeah, I was I was willing to get the jab. I was willing to get the shot and go full, full force with my life. And um, I went to G3 and saw brothers in Christ and, you know, heard the sermon by Paul Washer. Well, you know, Christ became a curse and it, ju it just rocked me. I mean, I remember, I remember walking out of that sermon quiet and I, and, and typically, you know, you know me, I'm loud and I'm, I'm out and about mm -hmm. and everyone was like, Alex, are you okay? And I just was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm fine. And, but, but I knew I was in sin and I knew I hadn't talked to God. I knew I was still trying to do what I wanted to do, but God was like, 
no, you, you need, you need to repent. And I, you got, you guys are gonna think this crazy, but we went to this taco bar after, and I was still really processing everything. And lo and behold, um, uh, Strachan was there. The, the, the guy, one of the famous preachers, uh, Paul Washer was there at this restaurant. So I was literally sitting from here to the couch to Paul Washer and I was with my group of pastors and the people who were with me and, um, uh, you know, everybody who was there, um, I forget the dude's name, uh, just thinking podcast. I, I, I forget his name. The, the, the two black guys, um, Oh yes. Yes. You, they're very, uh, they're anti-woke. And yeah. 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 Super great guys. They yeah. did a whole podcast live at G3. Um, by the way, if you guys want to go check that out, G3 on YouTube, good stuff but um with that they were all there and i was sitting like literally from here to the couch to these guys and not only being unrepentant in my sin i was i was sitting across giants i mean giants in theology mm, yeah and seeing and seeing paul washer and his just his huge smile when he's not you know preaching i just was like i was like lord i'm like i'm like I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to idolize Paul Washer at all, but I was like, Lord, like, I want to be a man of God who chases after your own heart. You know what I mean? And not like David, right? You know, sins and stuff like that. I want to want to, want to grow from those sexual sins that I've dealt with in the past. And just, yes, sitting across from these guys, these giants and preaching. And I just was like, Lord, I, I want you to use me and forgive me, you know, for these five months that I've just been um, the, you know, the unrepentant sinner, um, you know, and the father, you know, God took me back in and not to say that I was taken out, but in the sense of him removing his hand for me, um, he showed me his, I saw his grace through his mercy. And, uh, I think it's that passage in Romans where he talks about, um, that, that, through God's patience, it shows a, show a, shows us His mercy through Him being patient. So, yeah, it was it was really I'm really 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 thankful for that, and I would say that's what God's really been using uh, this entire year for me so far. So, mm. that's awesome. So you met Owen Strachan? Yeah, yeah, I saw him. I mean, again, he has a beard. Yeah, he looks right. just like me. I mean, like some your twin. Yeah, he looks like. He looks just like me. I mean, he has a bigger nose than I do. Um, but when you see when you see him up close, he's just the same height as me. Um, he's a little bit, you know, a little bit more built guy. But yeah, he was. Is just, he short? Yeah, he's like he's probably about Israel's height. Oh, he's but, short. But he's he's a bulky <laughs> he's a bulky dude. So um, yeah, yeah, he's a um, he preached such an amazing sermon um, the day before. And man, it was it was beautiful. I mean, Owen Strachan, I've heard it could be wrong, but he's gonna be the new guy that takes over for J Mac. So after J Mac kicks the bucket. But I could be wrong. Um that's what I that's what I heard. But if he does, I know Owen Strachan is not a Dispy, so he's uh but he's he's at um it's a new small seminary. Uh, James White is yeah, just yeah, the yeah, professor yeah. there. Um, other guys, uh, Jeffrey Johnson is, I think he's the president oh, of okay. that college. Um, and uh, yeah, he has expensive books. I don't have them out here. I have them in my library. Mm. And uh, very expensive books yeah. on uh, very expensive. human anthropology. Yeah. Very expensive theology <laughs> for yes, sure. So yes. no, yeah, I think, I think again, like I'm super thankful for, um, the gospel. I mean, really that's what God's used in my life. I mean, clearly Josiah too. I mean, COVID, COVID brought some, you know, weeding out the weeds and, and, and yeah. everyone's lives and yeah. I, his, mm -hmm. mine, yeah. you know, Israel's mm -hmm. it's, it's only the gospel. Yeah. It's only the gospel. The gospel is the the cure. The gospel is the remedy for the curse that Adam plunged us into. And we forget that uh, 
you know, in, in this world of chaos and despair, it's only the beauty of the gospel, the, the, the awe of grace, the amazingness of, of grace that, and God's mercy, uh, towards us. Um, where, where do you want to be, uh, next year, Alex? Oh man, where do I want to be? Um, so are you, are you staying in Idaho or are you coming back to beautiful 29 Palms, oh, Valley gosh. area? Man, I would or, love to come back to California. you don't like California, California anymore. When, yeah. If, if the libtards fleed instead of all the conservatives, <laughs> I would be, I'd be, I'd be beautifully, I'd be beautifully coming back to this so, beautiful uh, state. Are you conservative? <laughs> strong, <laughs> strong, very, very strong. Strong with him. Strong. No, yeah, no. I, I just can't stand woke political science that's going on today. And I've called out many people for it. Um, I mean, there's people at my work who are a bunch of libtards too. And uh, at the end of the day, you just have to look at them and say they're human and they need the gospel as much as mm -hmm. I do. Right. So even though they walk on one foot and which is just everything that they believe in is just on one foot. They're well, it's, hopping it's, around. It's, uh, it's, you know, you see how the progressives, their worldview is falling apart. It's imploding on itself. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, so yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, same question. What was the question again? Just repeat. <laughs> Where are you going to be at in 20 years? No, I'm just kidding. Where are you going to be at? Where do you see yourself next year? Are you coming back to California? Heck no. Yeah. I will never move back it's to like, California. It's like once you leave, it's I'm like done. Uh, open carry? Idaho? Oh, yeah. Idaho's open Is carry. Is it constitutional carry or they're working on that? Um, I'm thinking they're working on that because I know there's people who like if, if somebody walks in with the firearm like walmart's per se like when i was working there they you know they tell you watch that guy right because like it's open carry you're allowed to do it but it's not like it, it there's few and far pe between people who are just like whoa that guy's carrying you know a glock or you know a cannon you know what i mean like mm -hmm. you're like you you really don't know like yeah but if if they if they had an open carry it's in a holster right 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 okay yeah hmm. what it's about not, virginia it's not like in their no in their no i mean no i mean out there out there out there you don't have wannabe gangsters you have hard-working men and women who understand right, that right. they need to work most i would say i mean you have all Again, I'll use the extreme word libtards that are coming mm -hmm. up there that are saying, we don't need to work. We can buy things. And thank you for that because now I'm paying more rent because of people like you. So uh, whoever's watching this, thanks because I'm suffering. I haven't eaten because of people like you. So <laughs> Wow. Anyways. Well, how's Virginia? Um, <laughs> what? On that note. Um, when it comes to the gun laws, I do not honestly know. About the gun laws, I still have to learn a lot more. Um, I couldn't give you an answer as to if it's constitutional carry, open carry. So far, I haven't seen anybody open carry. And I think because of our proximity to D.C., I doubt anybody is actually going to. Is there a lot of hunting over there? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of hunting, a lot of fishing. Uh, my pastor still hasn't taken me fishing. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Goes fishing all the time. Doesn't take me. Just taking anyway. shots of people on the podcast. We're just like. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Anyway. Um, uh, actually, one of, one of the buddies that I have, uh, his name is David, over there at the church. Um, he actually, he, he actually, as far as I can tell, he does hunt. Mm. Um, really great guy. Uh, really great family. Um, but. I don't know about the gun laws over there. All I know is you got to be like 21. I'd still have to come back and investigate, and then I could tell you guys, but I don't know. How about you, Josiah? What do you What do you see for yourself, uh, 2022? God leading you, God taking you. Mm. You're still in Cali with us? I don't know. I mean, 
I have a pretty good job here. I mean, I make minimum wage. It's not like the greatest job, but it's it's decent and I don't know. They I, treat I miss you good, right? Yeah, they do. They're really good. Um I miss Israel a lot. He's here right now, but he's going to go back in January 4th, right? Mm-hmm. And that's going to kind of suck. But um because we're like really close. Mm-hmm. Um So maybe I'll move out there. I'm not entirely sure. But I will say this. I'm building a tiny house, and I really want to live in that. Okay. Do you have a plan on having it completed before the end of 2022? Yeah, you need to hurry Honestly. up and work on it. You're the what? guy. <laughs> you got to come back. That's what that, that, that's all that's that, what that invitation is. You got to go come back. You, you have a couple of days to work on it. To build the entire dang thing? So better get crack a lacking yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> get out there right now. Uh we'll take all these lights and Oh thank you. <laughs> you will watch me as I do it. <laughs> I'll pray. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> by, the, by the way, wanna clarify something. I didn't I didn't fully complete your question. I kind of just went on this rant about how I'm not getting. Yeah, and I didn't even people, get to. I didn't even get to say the, what so, I wanted to do with 2022 at all. So, so <laughs> I'll, I'll keep it short and simple since I was bagging 50 percent of the time. But really, <laughs> what I want to see in 2022 is me growing closer with my church and me growing, um, growing more and focusing on what I need to do right now in my life and. Hopefully, engagements in the process with my girlfriend right now, who we've been doing long distance, but um, hopefully that process will follow through and thenceforth kind of start a life up there. I mean, um, two locations I'm looking at, either South Carolina or staying in Idaho, but I love my church family so much. um, I'm not that willing to be like, let's move somewhere else because I love my church, so... Do you know anybody in South Carolina or um uh, my mom my mom and dad want to move there um oh, okay. and my family my sibling not my yeah my older sibling the pagan and my um and my, and my uh and my uh nieces and nephews and my pagan brother-in-law too so okay um do you want to complete your answer? Yeah, <laughs> most definitely. I guess for 2022 is uh, that I would serve the church more in every capacity that I need to and that I would take initiative to do whatever needed to be done. How about you, Josiah? I already answered. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It Not wasn't serve the it, church? It wasn't as intense no, no, as that, that too. And uh, I like what you said about prayer. Um, mm-hmm. It's hard to remember sometimes for me to be humble and recognize that God is the reason why anything happens in my life, mm-hmm. good or bad. Um, so just growing a closer relationship with God by talking to him. Amen. I, I can get behind that. My question is for you now. What are your goals for 2022? Uh, to be more in debt or what's the... What's the well, plan? We're debt free. <laughs> no, I mean, as you start increasing it again, <laughs> he's like, I got to get more podcasts and stuff. <laughs> he's like, yeah, we're uh, we're we're debt free. So, I mean, I dang got um, just uh, to continue to uh, I mean these these last eight months uh. Uh, those of you who may not know, we had a, a, a church split and we had a relationship severed and that, that was hard. Uh, uh, I felt really betrayed. Um, and that's not, you know, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. Um, especially with, from other, another brother. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, that that's been you know uh god has had to work on my heart um i you know but i've been busy with the church and uh uh i i say this all the time uh these two brothers that god uh brought 
uh, who are also elders at uh, Pillar uh, Two Nine. They're they're a godsend, and uh, you know I really really love them, their families. Uh, one of them will be leaving us soon, um, so I want to uh, work with whoever is the vocational pastor because uh, we're we're putting out a, a job description for a vocational pastor, full-time pastor. Um, we're lay elders. Uh, we uh, don't need money uh, to, it's not like we're rich, but uh, we, we don't need money uh, to, um, you know, uh, from the church. Uh, we, we wanna do whatever it takes to uh, see that work grow uh, and remain, uh, for future, uh, you know, um, members of the church, uh, future souls that will, uh, be used, uh, saved through this ministry, uh, through this church, small church, but, uh, you know, God's been faithful. Uh, God's been a sustainer. Um, God is, uh, always, uh, you know, showing us his kindness and his mercy. And uh, I just look forward to more of that. Um, uh, and just growing closer uh, to God. Um, having to been, uh, you know, preaching. I went from not preaching ever at Pillar to uh, like, preaching very frequently and yeah. so um you know that's always good i'm in the word um you know it keeps me studying keeps me uh you know and i want to grow i want to be a better preacher i want to be a more effective uh exegete of god's word you know i don't want to just use uh yeah, a little passage here and there, but be able to really expound the scriptures um, to feed God's sheep, you know, yeah. uh, it's God's people. And uh, I take that very seriously. So, um, yeah, that's that's what I want for 2022. And just to continue to see God's faithfulness to us uh, at Pillar 29, uh, I want my goal and desire is for people to grow in grace and in the knowledge of the Son of God. Um, always, um, I've always had that desire for everyone, you know, for my sons, for you, um, you know, everyone that I meet, I, I try to, you know, um, I'm always, you know, sharing the gospel or talking theology or, you know, I, I, you know, like lately uh, there's a couple of students that I've been ministering to. Um, this one particular girl, she was like crying in my office. I've had several times where, where students do that and I'm able to, you know, share the gospel, minister the gospel, um, tell them I'll, I'll pray for them. Um, so I, I love, I love that. Uh, I love that. I am able to not be in a bubble of, I mean, I think that if you're in church in vocational ministry, you can just be around Christians only and not, you know, be in the mix in the world amongst them and uh sometimes you know having a job outside of the church or whatever you know gives you a context where you can you know um plant seeds yeah witness through the word yeah, yeah. um so mm -hmm. that's yeah. cool cool that's what i want um good stuff so I'd love to hear uh, in the comments uh, from you guys. Uh, what are your resolutions? What are your what, what do you want to see God uh, do in your life? Uh, go ahead and uh, 
you know, put that down in the comments. Uh, we'd love to interact with you and uh, hear feedback. Um, we pray that uh, this podcast uh, has been a blessing, has been helpful. And uh, remember to share this episode with the people you love and even the people you don't. And until next time, remember, theology matters. What you believe about God affects how you live your life. And what do we mean by that? We mean that if you really believe that God is holy, 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 uh, you will live like he's a holy God. And uh, you will live with the awareness that we are fallen and we are sinful and until we see him face to face, uh, we will wrestle with the flesh, mortifying the flesh, putting the flesh to death every single day. So theology matters. Uh, you, if you wrongly believe about God things, uh, things about God wrongly, then it, it will affect how you live your life. Uh, if you really believe that uh, people are going to go to hell, uh, into a Christless eternity, into the flames of hell, uh, eternal torment, the way Jesus spoke about it, then you will, uh, as Spurgeon said, if you have no concern for people, then uh, maybe you're not saved yourself. You can be sure of that, he said that. And so uh, what you believe about God affects how you live your life. So if you believe that God uh, one day you will meet him and he'll judge you. Then you will live accordingly. So, uh, it's not just about, uh, intellectually, uh, assenting or recognizing that knowing that it's, it's, do you trust in Jesus Christ? Do you trust in God? Do you trust that his word is true? Um, and, it that will demonstrate in how you live so until next time theology matters and we'll see you on the other side